from the F3 Nation podcast studios. I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story, and I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. This is the COT Podcast, connecting the packs of F3 Nation through fitness, fellowship, and faith. I'm Sean McKinley, 40 Denali. Denali. Oh, yeah. Package. 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 That you guys are creating. That's the best part about all this. And my brother, a welcome and a a happy Thursday to you, Pax. We appreciate the flex this week. We're a little delayed, but God dang it, we got a, we got a lot popping, biggin. Yes, yeah. Appreciate the patience, the flexibility, and the patience. Good to see you, brother. Um, mm. It's a great, beautiful Thursday morning. Seventy-three degrees, it is. sunny here in the uh, North Carolina capital. Yep, it sure is. It's gorgeous. We had a gorgeous weekend, my friend, over at the coast, Pamlico Sound area. For those of you who know what Y Guides is, it is an intentional program for dads and sons or daughters, but the crews, formerly known as tribes, are all of one gender. It's either boys or girls. There's no mixing. So we've got a girl tribe and uh, seven dads, seven kids, handful of F3 guys in ours. I think only two civilians. One of the two has an F3 name, but doesn't come out that often. That's fine. Correct. That's so correct. we got some good high impact men in our group, and uh, we got to spend some intentional time with our daughters. Uh, congratulations to Squawking Parrot, your 2.0, for going down the zip line for the first time. So that was a big moment for her, and it's uh, happy to be a part of that. It was awesome to see her overcome that fear. Yeah, man. Uh, first, it's funny that you call the other two civilians. <laughs> I've been doing um, that a lot recently. <laughs> Catch it. Yeah. So we, you know, we went down to uh, Camp Seagull, which mm-hmm. is, like you said, down on the on the banks of the mighty Noose River flowing into the, the sound down there. That's right. And, Brackish uh, water abounds and the site of what will be this year's F3 Dads Camp in August. So if you're in the eastern part of the state, friends from Virginia, South Carolina, come on up. We're going to have a hoot nanny. Uh, mm-hmm. We'll post a link where you can sign up for that in the show notes. If anybody's interested, big F3 dads camp coming up in August. Yeah. So we're third year tribe. So our, our kids are third and fourth grade respectively, that, that eight, nine, maybe even mm-hmm. 10 year range. And uh, we've been doing this for three years, like I said, and it's incredible, man. It's uh it's flown by. It really has gone by pretty fast. We've done a lot of fun stuff. It's a good bonding experience. Um, but yeah, we went down there with the, with the one goal. Of mm-hmm. getting her down the zip line. We're going down the zip, the zip line. <laughs> the zip line is a it's probably like a two and a half story tower yeah. and a what over water. 300 meters into the maybe not even that long, maybe like 200 meters into the yeah, man. It's a, probably about a football a field, right? It's probably about a football field. Yeah. Yeah, 100, 100. Anyway, yeah. And it's it's a big deal. And well, you're the one throwing meters around over there, like you're gonna get a leader cola after the show. <laughs> Sorry, I think I think in terms of that's all right. I think in terms of weapons. And I'm like, it's um, about a football field, buddy. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's about as the crow flies. Um, right. But, uh, 
you know, you're, you're, you're we were EHing her from multiple angles. We had a lot. Oh yeah. But on. it was to say like other, other kids in the tribes have been doing it since they could, since they were yeah. big enough, like no fear, just go and do it, but not, not mine. And she's, she's an, she's an, she is a amazing child and mm-hmm. um, she keeps me and my am on our toes on a mm-hmm. lot of things. And so she's very strong willed. She's very confident, but she's also very hard headed and mm. helping her through that fear. And like, you're going to do it. This is the last chance you're going to do it. And she did it on Saturday. And the look on her face is absolutely something yeah. that I will never, ever forget. When we hit that water, your, your big old boy here hit the water before she did. But by yep. the time I got swammed <laughs> up next to her, um, that, that look on her face and the squeal out of her, yeah, it just it's something yeah. that I'll hold with me forever. So it was incredibly special. It was incredibly uh, good to sort of unplug and get away. Mm. And, and, you know, our tribe is, is a pretty unique tribe. Our, all our girls get along really well. Dude, they no do drama. their own thing at times. No they do their, they, they get along well. All of us dads, like you said, uh, we had you man in the food line, Whoa. The chow Whoa, line outside the cabin. We did it up. Sure um, did. Some amazing, you brought the smoker down. So we did mm-hmm. some ribs. I did some wood fired steaks. Um, yeah. It was great. So it was, great. Great it was a and fantastic bunch weekend. of other F3 guys running around. We got to see guys from other regions. Uh, you know, you see yeah. a couple F3 shirts running around that thing, which is always great. And it makes you feel good about the makeup of the man at the camp when you know there's multiple F3 men across that area. And it gives me peace. It gives me a little pause and in, in, in time for comfort uh, knowing that. Well, it was also neat as it relates to uh, overcoming fears and, and little shield locks is mm-hmm. the excitement the other girls had for her in seeing her accomplish that. Exactly. And they got their, their own little, it's fun. I mean, you know, they do have their own little shield lock in this little group. Um, mm-hmm. And what's neat about ours is they don't, don't all go to the same school. They don't all go to the same churches. This is the chance for the seven of them to get together and form a pretty neat bond, which is cool. So it's been fun to, fun to be a part of it. That's for damn sure. I'm excited to uh, get you men the opportunity. If you're again in the area and, you, and you've got the ability to partake to, uh, to swing down there for F3 Dads Camp in August. Um, and I know we do one on the western side of the state. Uh, and there's this offering here, but man, it's maybe even it's, done. It's kind of like going back in time a little bit, going to those. Yeah. There, I remember a video last year from even like guys up in the Pacific Northwest sure. on yep, the totally. West Coast doing something very similar. Totally. And uh, so I'm sure it's scattered throughout the country. Yeah. We also had McCants, AKA Donna Hagawa, being a snake wrangler. We got Found a, three, a snake in the bunkhouse, in the girls' three, bunkhouse. A three-foot snake in the Shovel bunkhouse. flag came in handy. We didn't kill the snake. Yeah. It wasn't poisonous. But yeah. we did use the bottom of the Claymore shovel flag to escort senior or senorita snake out of the premises. That shovel flag always lives in the back of my truck. And yeah. when we got to the cabin, we got to camp Friday afternoon. That was the first thing I pulled out of the truck and planted sure. in front of the Let cabin. Let them know, said, kid. Let them know. Guess what? We've arrived. Yes. <laughs> And if you need something, this bunkhouse likely has anything you might need. Yeah. And by anything, eh, meh, thing. <laughs> it's a great time, man. Uh, good stuff. You know what looked like a great time? A little more painful than ours uh, was the boys of GTE 28. 28, uh, yes, in sir. Northwest Arkansas getting after it this weekend. I saw some bear crawls and some crab walks through a fire truck water hose line that looked absolutely uh, dreadful. <laughs> it's just one way to explain But also awesome. Also awesome. Time. Also awesome. Yeah. Um, if you've ever done an event where 
like like a like a go ruck event or even a grow ruck where like the fire department the fire involved, department gets involved. It's a it's a game changer, especially when it's hot and you're tired. It's a good way to sort of take your mind off some of the pain you might feel in your shoulders or your hips or your knees or your feet. Sure. Um, the guys out in uh gosh, who was it last year had a had a big fire. You're right. I'm blanking uh, too. Fire I hose. remember that though. Yeah. Was it was it St. Louis? Might have been. Might have been. They also had the Lake Creek, whatever the heck that was at the end of the workout too, but could have been that one. I think it was St. Louis, but anyway, um, yeah. So Nomad and, and the team out there on the ground really, really put together a stellar weekend led, yeah. led from the front and um, guys I've talked to and all the pictures I've seen, they did a ton of pictures and videos for us. Um, sure did. If you check like out the nation official Instagram account, you can see some of those as well, including a highlight sizzle reel that's going to go up here soon. And look, it gives you an appreciation of what our first responders deal with in terms of weight. And oh, my gosh. Things. Like Absolutely. You and I have carried hoses, big canvas hoses like that upstairs for 9-11 Memorial Stair Climb that we do mm -hmm. here at NC State Football mm -hmm. Stadium, Carter-Finley. And those things are heavy. They're bulky. They get heavier as the oh, day I goes on. Oh, I think they're about 100. Are they not like about 100 pounds? I, who knows? With the, the, with the nozzles that are on there and, right. and how heavy and thick they are. And then you're carrying ladders all night. I've done a I've done a training event, not an actual event, mm -hmm. but get ready for an event where we carried a ladder with some hoses and sandbags and the weight and that ladder all night long, like the bane of your existence. Oh, yeah. So it is not an easy oh, thing yeah. to do. Um, them boys, they had them boys carrying a row machine. All Is that right? Or was that no, the no, no, Churum? Was that the Churum that was experience? The, that was Rambler's custom. We're going to talk about that in a second. We'll hold that. We'll talk about that in a minute. But, but man, yeah, it, looked like, it, it looked like super impactful. About 50 guys, I think, right? By the time it was all said and done, 40, 50 guys. So smaller group. But that means that they, they likely got a lot of proximity to each other throughout the course of the night and got to really share in that experience, which uh, looked like it was uh, always, again, super accelerant for your region. Mm -hmm. And it just, this schedule is rocking. We're going to be in the Pacific Northwest in June, June 10th for those yep. guys. In fact, we're going to hear from our man Dilfer on the ground. He's got some leadership thoughts around language as he's training. So we're going to, we're going to check in with him here in a minute, but and, man, schedule's you know, rocking and these things are just, they're cruising, man. Yeah. We're, we're, uh, we're up to a tempo right now. And um, it really, for the listeners, it really sort of paints a picture that there are some, there's some specific points and things that we, that we, uh, that we follow and accomplish with a GTE in a mm -hmm. region. But you, you as the region owns the the essentially the execution of that event. Like we've right. got obviously the cadre and the trainers coming in, and and you work a lot with with myself and and the the really the brains of how this things work is the the Grow Rec SLT. And so there's a lot of a lot of planning, a lot of stuff that goes on. But really, you know, you as a region can put incredible spin and flavor on what a GTE looks like for you and your packs, you know, your resources, you know, your guys, you know, what makes them tick. And so there's, there's, that was on um, mm -hmm. display in Rogers, Arkansas. last mm -hmm. so. All right. So the next one up is in June Pacific Northwest, Seattle, Puget Sound, greater area. I know, I think the Boise guys are traveling in my man. 88 is going to be on the ground providing some live coverage from that event as well. And of course, this dude is just gets after it. It's my man, Dilfer, and he was out for a grow ruck, uh, little training exercise of his own underweight. He's talking about language. I thought it was cool, man. So we figured we'd play it for you guys as uh, we continue to gear up and, and fold in these tidbits of F3 leadership as we're getting ready to do hard things. Here's Delfer. 
AF3 Nation. This is Dilfer from the Puget Sound. And been getting questions. We're coming up on Grow Ruck for GTE 29 in June. And I've gotten questions, why should I do it? I'm not a rucker. I don't really have any aspirations. Why should I do it? And one of the things I mentioned is with F3, language is important. That's why we have nicknames, so we can be specific. We can be, and instead of having 10 Joes, we might have 10 different nicknames that mean different things for different guys. We also have a lexicon, as any F and G will figure out at their very first workout, F and G's in the lexicon. Also, we have an exicon. Exicon, because we want to be specific. If we call a mosey, we don't have to explain that we're just gonna jog slowly and you know, to a different point for uh, a little distance. We just say mosey. So one of the things I think uh, people will get from signing up for GTE is to learn the language of leadership. If you've ever done a Q-Source group or if you've read Q-Source, you know what I'm talking about. We're talking about language around leadership, specifically F3 leadership. So the whole wrecking event isn't a wrecking event. Think of it as the lab in your chemistry class that you took in college, maybe, where you took the academic part, which is like the, the grow school, but then you also did a lab afterwards to get that knowledge from head knowledge to heart knowledge and under duress because you have to get a good lab grade or it might explode or it might mix funny. So think of uh, the rucking portion of GTE as the lab for your leadership course. Hope to see you guys there. Uh, hashtag gets it. So first off, I got nothing hired. to add. It's as good as you I mean, Perfect. He's hired. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Get that man on board. Yeah. Cause we are, that, that's so eloquently, eloquently said. Silver's mm -hmm. uh, a good hombre. Yeah, I've talked is. to him some. Um, he's all in, obviously. And he gets it, like you said. And, you know, that's a, it's a strategic message that we are trying to figure out how to best relay to the guys. And a lot of it is just like, it's sort of like you'll, you'll fully understand it once you experience mm -hmm. it, but, but being able to put the EH on guys to really commit to the event and to the training in the weekend um, can be a challenge for yep. a thousand different reasons. So I appreciate that call Dilfer. Thank you for sending that, uh, picking that up, sending that our way. That's right. Um, it's beautiful. We're going to go to the phone line soon uh, because we've got a ruck update from Churum. Those guys had a custom heavy, this past weekend as well. And we're going to get an update from the guys of St. Louis. Remember they had that 24 hour beatdown. before we do that. Let's do a tap today. We've got one. It comes from the Nantan and it says brothers of F3 nation asking for a special prayer for one of our own who is, and has been struggling through the mental battle for a long time. It's a dark time for him right now. He didn't identify the guy and quite frankly, not necessary, but we ask that you guys, when you take that intentional prayer time, not only to pray for your concentrica, for your own shield block, for everyone close around you, but be thinking about those guys across the nation who need your help. And in fact, May, right? So in F3, we set aside the month of March 
to talk about that F3 mental battle. Well, May is a big month for mental health as well. And none other than the droppest of all thrills, the thrillest of all drops. Checking in with another respect. Oh, no. Yes, right. Mental. That's right. Respect. <laughs> Put some respect on my man's name. <laughs> Drop Thrill's got an update for you guys. Hey, what's up, guys? It is Drop Thrill with a mental battle moment for you. Uh, May is Mental Health Awareness Month. Uh, so what that means is uh, there's a lot of pushes going on uh, to get you thinking about what, what's going on with your brain, what's going on with your mental health. Um, so I have just shared on Twitter, which is at F3Battle, a great uh, discussion that was held yesterday at my church. Even if you're not a Christian, I believe you will get a lot out of this. So I encourage you to go uh, and check that out. Um, I'm going to give you a really quick summary of uh, what they went over, or a few of the points um, here, and you can listen. You may want to uh, go back and listen to this later and jot down these questions. Uh, but these are questions when you have a, a negative thought enter your mind that you can uh, use to stop that. Um, so the first question is, is it absolutely true? So the thought that is, is in your mind right now, is it absolutely true? The next question, how do I feel when I have this thought? How do I feel? How do I act when I have this thought? What is the outcome of that thought? Then you have to ask yourself, how would I feel without this thought? What is the outcome of not having that thought? And then a meditation for the day. I am loved. I am secure. I am valued. I have people who are with me and in my corner. And the final thing I'll leave you with today is uh, a quote from Joyce Meyer. And that is, where the mind goes, the man will follow. Mm -hmm. So where the mind goes, the man will follow. With that, the thrill is gone. Gotta yeah, go. My, that, thank Bye. you, brother. Grateful for you. It always reminds me of Tony Robbins saying, where focus goes, energy flows. Right? Where you put your mind, you can focus your energy. That little QWR coming in early I was going to say, program. do I even have to uh, use a quote this week? By relieved of your duties today. By the way, thanks, Drop Thrill. That was yeah. great. I uh, appreciate what he does for, for the nation uh, and all that he does mm-hmm. and mental battle moment. It's got a nice ring to it, sure it here on the program. It sure does. All right, let's go back to the phone lines. We've got two calls. We're going to hear from Bartman checking in after the Churum ruck. This is North Carolina Bartman. We always have to specify mm-hmm. North Carolina Bartman, not Tennessee Bartman, not California Bartman. Right. Or the other 12 that probably exist. The other 12 that exist because they're a Cubs fan. <laughs> uh, but he's checking in after the Churum, Go Ruck, Custom Heavy, bunch of F3 guys involved in that. And then we're going to go straight to St. Louis, St. Charles, Missouri, but close enough, to get a, an official recap from the 24-hour beatdown, which we talked about a few weeks ago. I'm not hey, what's up, fellas? It's Bartman state. here, the Carpex one, the Bartliest of all men. Anyway. I had the pleasure of being able to do a ruck event this past weekend in Chapel Hill, North Carolina. Man, I tell you what, the Churum boys put on a fantastic event. T-claps to Griswold, Grunge, Dean Wormer for just, just assembling a great crew, putting on a great event. Uh, Cadre Steve, who we named Lights Out during the event, put it, uh, put it to us. Uh, we carried around a stinking rowing machine and then had to row a marathon throughout the night. That was not what I expected to have happen. Oh, my. Uh, it was a great time. 32 mm-hmm. packs, uh, getting after it, and most importantly, our man Rambler. Now, if you don't know Rambler's story, he's got early-onset Parkinson's, 
and he has shown everyone what it means to be a rock in the face of adversity and uh, to just kick this thing's butt. He got to be an assistant cadre, uh, and he did not take it easy on us, man. Had us do deck of death. Um, he carried around a, a big sandbag for a while, cranked out some reps on that rowing machine, and just showed us all what it means to be able to continue to get after it uh, in the face of adversity. So great time, great event. Uh, love those guys. Love you guys. I'll catch you later. Listen to this text about to go deeper on Rambler. Human cyborg, Rucker, early onset Parkinson's brain implant. Mm-hmm. Incredible. Yeah. Um, I really I mean, wanted to guys, do that event. Yeah. Yeah. But we were gone nice. last weekend with the shorties, as we talked about. Sure. But well, we've got a few packs that have sort of migrated to Carpex and back and forth because we sit on the line. I mean, our yep. regions basically. Yeah, we're touch. pretty close. We're and, very uh, fortunate to be able to get to a lot of places. Very the Churum, the Churum packs of the F3 Churum guys are are big rucking culture. They've also got the Hope mm-hmm. Valley Ruck Club, which is a little more Durham based ruckers, which I know those guys were were thinking that event as well. But Rambler's got an amazing and incredible story where he's you know he's he'd been an F3 man for a while and and a rucker for sure and the early onset Parkinson's started getting worse and worse. And there were times where his body would just like not allow him to do anything. Yeah. And it would make, he could be out on a long ruck um, and things exactly. started, would go South quick. Yeah. And so, yeah, last year, I guess it was the, 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 the implant, the deep brain stimulation um, has like rejuvenated and given him a new lease on life. And Amazing. those guys are so intentional about doing this and, and getting everything set up and, um, it really would have been a, just an absolute peak mm-hmm. F3 weekend. Uh, all those guys, the pictures look great. Yeah, carrying around a rowing machine all night. Dude, having to stop to and row. Team rowing a marathon? That is so a amazing. long row. Oh, my that's God. A, that's amazing. Good on them. Uh, yeah. Thank you, Bartman, for the call um, and giving us an update. I know Banjo was over there um, shadowing and mm-hmm. pictures and vids and stuff. And so it's, it's just it's peak, uh, peak awesome. That's right. Uh, we are licensed to operate in your state, and we're licensed to run this podcast <laughs> in Missouri. Let's check in with those guys. Hello, Kitty and Repito. This is Lamb from F3 St. Charles, reporting on a big weekend throughout the F3 Gateway Super Region. This past April 22nd and 23rd, we hosted our second annual 24-hour beatdown to see hymns push their limits in the first F, gather together for some second F, and live third by raising funds for Grow Ruck scholarships and donating food items to Brendan's Friday Backpack Program, a nonprofit that sends food home with over 1,400 students that rely on school lunches during the week and are food insecure during the weekends. For this event, we opened by holding a standard 45-minute F3 beatdown at 6 p.m. on Friday night, and then started a new beatdown every hour on the hour for the next 24 hours. Last year's event was held in a single location and saw seven packs complete all 24 beatdowns in a row. This year, due to the starfish growth of our region, we expanded to three separate locations. The depot in F3 St. Louis, the Eagle's Nest in F3 St. Charles, 
and the arena in F3 Jeffco. We had 22 high-impact men complete all 24 grueling beatdowns at their respective locations. I was blessed to be one of those packs who completed this true seesaw. A huge shout out to Aggie, Airhead, Baby Shark, Baghdad Bob, Best in Show, Bridesmaid, Cowbell, Flo, Fulton, Kramer, Mule, Pamela, Peter Parker, Pillow Fight, Prius, Rhonda, Sister-in-Law, Sloth, Snowflake, Soap, and Waldo for completing this event. We saw 277 men post a cumulative 1,582 times across the entire event and 136 2.0s posted during the Family Fun Beatdown on Saturday morning. FNGs were out of excuses as we were everywhere in the St. Louis metro area and holding beatdowns around the clock. The EHing paid off with 45 FNGs what? making their first what? F3 post during this event, with many sticking around for a second helping. Huge T-claps to the men who stepped up to queue each of the 72 individual beatdowns, as their love for their fellow packs was evident in each creative beatdown and heartfelt C.O.T. For the organizers and shadow teams that worked out all of the logistical issues, planned the event, secured the queues and the backup queues, promoted the event, and ensured everyone had a safe and fun time, we cannot be grateful enough. Thank you, Baby Shark, Beaker, Brady Bunch, Brick, Daughter-in-Law, Flapper, Fulton, Kramer, Lorax, Manicure, McGavin, Melon, Obi-Wan, Pack Rat, Peloton, Pillow Fight, Rhonda, Seltzer, Slow Pitch, Snowflake, Squints, Tinkerbell, TurboTax, and Winger. And for each individual packs who showed up to better themselves and support their brothers as we work through physical and mental barriers across all 20 four hours, whether for a single beatdown or for all 24. I cannot express how much love and appreciation I have for all of you men. I am already looking forward to next year's event. Can we get over 50 hems to complete all 24 hours? Hey, Kitty and Repito, we've got spots available in this CSOP for you too. This is Lamb reporting from the F3 Gateway Super Region, and I got to go. <laughs> First of all, just getting all the nicknames makes that entire report worth it. Pillow Fight had me chuckling. Obviously. I feel like we need to do a call for like people to call in and leave. A 30 Give us second. your 10 favorite well, from your region. Your 10 right? best. Because well, you know what? Fact- if you want them to do that, the number they would call would be 844 cot packs. Call us and give us your 10 favorite nicknames from your region, or maybe the 10 most unique, which might be the same thing. Mm-hmm. But what an amazing recap. Oh Thank oh, you, Lamb. 45 uh, FNGs? 
you and I both sort of jaw dropped at that. Ooh. I don't, I don't know who, I don't know who could eclipse that. I mean, in one, in one given probably setting, no right? One. You know what? There's but probably he, not a region out there who over a given day could ever get more than 45 FMGs out. But what he said was the key to that is we're everywhere all over this region all day for the next 24 hours. You can find a one hour time slot where you can escape your responsibilities and family and come join us for a beat down and get named. Totally. Like there is, you are totally. out of excuses totally. about, uh, about when and where. So that's, yeah. that's fantastic. I hope uh, the stuff worth trying boys capture a lot of that and figure out how to get that into the manual and mm-hmm. um, other regions are able to duplicate something as, as effective. Cause I don't know if we'd have any other means of, of a more robust EH machine than something like that. Totally. Let's go back to the phones. we got our man, bones with the hunt for wellness and this week he's talking about creatine so check this out last week he was talking about water filtration you and i got talking about football practice and drinking from a hose now he's talking about <laughs> creatine i'm about to get back on the husker power program doing some snatch cleans and get after it <laughs> well, no i think about my power three bench squat and power and deadlift clean. baby let's uh, go let's do it. Old, old, old joe dice <laughs> Might come rolling back through the door here. Your little half shirt, Penny. Babe, come on. Take it away, Bones. Hello, COT Podcast. It's another great day for wellness. This is Bones with a health tip for the Packs of F3 Nation. When it comes to measuring your success in the gloom, there are several factors a Pax member can evaluate running faster, doing more Merkins, and moving from the 6 to the 12 are all options. One of the fundamental changes, however, that many packs aspire to achieve is losing fat while gaining muscle. Nothing is more rewarding when you start to see your waistline decrease, your arms and shoulder muscles increase, and finally see those abs begin to stick out. In fact, men in general strive for these changes, which often lead many to consider using products to achieve it faster. One of the most asked questions I get is about the use of pre and post workout products that can help with performance and recovery. And although there are many to consider, one that is very popular is creatine. So should you be using creatine to maximize your results in the gloom? Maybe. Creatine is a natural substance found in the human body and is derived from the Greek word kreas, meaning flesh or meat. The discovery of creatine can be traced back to 1832 when a French chemist managed to extract the compound from meat. Creatine is essential for every human and the human body produces it using three amino acids, arginine, glycine, and methionine. Though enough quantities are made to manage daily activities, creatine is used more rapidly as energy to fuel intense physical activity, such as playing sports or posting in the gloom. Creatine provides energy reinforcements to muscles and replenishes 
the ATP levels during intense workouts. This helps sustain energy, strength, and stamina during exercise, enhancing performance and longer durations of training. Creatine is one of the most studied nutrients on the market, and its safety and health-promoting benefits are numerous. Though many types of creatine are available, the most often used type is creatine monohydrate, which is derived by the binding of creatine to one molecule of water. This property helps to retain moisture in the cells to prevent muscle protein breakdown and aid in better protein synthesis, aka muscle building. Creatine can be used pre or post workout, and the average daily maintenance dose is approximately 5 grams per day. Creatine is relatively inexpensive, and there are plenty of places to pick up a good source. So, Pax, should you consider adding creatine to your king building strategy? Well, it depends on your goals. For those of you who are very intense with your posting and often utilize heavy lifting, then it could prove to be a beneficial with your recovery and muscle gain. For the majority of packs, however, you are probably getting adequate amounts in your diet, especially if you are eating red meat. I personally do not supplement with creatine, as I use other strategies like amino acids and whey protein instead. Kitty and Repito, what do you boys use to recover from the gloom? Keep up the good work, men. This has been Bones guiding the packs of F3 Nation on their hunt for wellness. Gotta go. Yeah, amino acids, um, magnesium, some of those other supplements. It's been a long time since your boys supplemented creatine. There would be a 1999, 98-99 in, in those number ranges. Um, yeah, I remember when it, you get old enough to start thinking about really trying to put on some muscle mass in that yeah. high school, that yeah. high school time frame of your life. And yeah, creatine was a thing. And um, yeah, it's take me back bones, but it's mm -hmm. interesting, the history behind it. I yeah. don't, I, I, I didn't know no yeah. idea about it, you know, an animal flesh uh, derivative. Sure. Um, that's crazy. That's what I'm saying. He always brings that extra layer of knowledge, which is what I appreciate so much about what he brings to our segments and to you guys. Uh, with his podcast mm -hmm. that airs here uh, every Thursday. So we're going to be double bunked today with us yeah. at Bones. It's a battle for listeners on this Thursday. All right, man, let's hit him with a quote. We got to get out of here. Yeah, bless. Um, uh, this one to me, this might be one of my favorite all times that I found mm. that relates to what we're doing here. Okay. And so what I. What do you say you do here? What is it that you do here? I'm a people person. Um, so this, you know, of the four quadrants that we talk about, yep. um, get get right, live right, lead right, leave right. I don't know if it's my age, it's my kids, it's other things, but I tend to think more about leaving right potentially than the other mm -hmm. three. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know if that's just sign of the times, if that's just sign of, you know, other things, but I think about that a lot. And this quote for me is absolutely what that quote, what that quadrant is all about. And it's a, it's from a guy named Walter Lippmann. I'll just go ahead and tell you that. I don't, sure. I didn't, I didn't research Walter Lippmann, but I'm going to, here's his quote that's related to uh, leaving, right? The final test of a leader is that he leaves behind him and other men, the conviction and the will to carry on. The genius of a good leader is to leave behind him a situation which common sense 
without the grace of genius can deal with successfully. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. I think you about set it up perfectly and then followed through. That was a well-executed golf shot right there in a quote. Well, it is the PGA this weekend. Yeah. I love it, man. Leave um, in, right? He, he says, you know, leave in other men. The genius of a good leader is to leave behind him a situation which common sense without the grace of genius can deal with successfully. Common sense without the grace of genius. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty wild to me. I know. Uh, I don't know that I've ever heard it put that way. No. But like you have, you have followed someone, you have learned from someone, you have mm-hmm. watched them act mm-hmm. and execute mm-hmm. and uh, prepare and plan and all the things. and you yourself by doing that and by instilling that in others as that leader, when you walk out that door onto the great divide, Mm -hmm. it's an automatic learned behavior that you have, uh, you have transitioned into the souls of others. And so, um, I don't know. It's pretty awesome. Well said, perfect pull and a great way to wrap up this week's circle of trust podcast. And for the men listening, If another man hasn't told you this day, we love you. The nation loves you. And go out there, gentlemen. Make it a great day. Let's get after it. See you, brother. This has been the COT Podcast, connecting the packs of F3 Nation to something bigger than themselves. Please rate and review the show and share it with your F3 brothers, friends, family, and sad clowns who might need a little F3 in their lives. Follow all things F3 on Twitter at F3 Nation and follow our show at F3COT Podcast. I'm Brian Jodas, 40, Hello Kitty. And I'm Jamie Roseborough, 38, Repito. And this has been the COT Podcast.